Hello, welcome to the delicious recipe here on UPRN. If you're uh, watching out there uh, on this uh, Thursday night, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can be checking us out on uh, on YouTube on uh, UFO Gods and Extraterrestrials. You can also be checking us out on uh, UFO Paranormal Radio. UFO Paranormal Radio, it's done twice. Uh, there's also on the Delicious Recipe on Facebook, uh, Joe Montaldo, the UPRN site. Uh, also, uh, we're also streaming on uh, uh, iCloud, i uh, SoundCloud, or what is it, Spreaker, iHeart, iRadio, all the other places that uh, podcasts are played. Today's uh, episode I called uh, Tofurky and Cricket Gravy, and I have on there tonight uh, Laura Lee from the Angel Rocks. Say hello, Laura Lee. Hello, Laura Lee. I'll tell people about me. I'm Laura Lee Pop, and I'm Dell's other half. We talk about his show often with my show, The Angel Rock, here on UFO Paranormal Radio, or otherwise known as United Public Radio Network here on 105.3 out of New Orleans, Louisiana. And you are right, we are carried wherever podcasts or talk radio are carried. My show is on Monday nights. Uh, what time is it? 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. And I want to just uh, shout out to uh, to uh, hey you and Kitty Pot back there for uh, watching the ones and twos and taking care of all the technicals that uh, can't be taken that are being taken care of on this end anyway. So if people you're... even know who hey you is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey you and Kitty Pot. So okay. So anyways, uh, we've we had a Thanksgiving already up here in uh, Canada, and uh, Thanksgiving is uh, next week in uh, the states. Uh, next Thursday, which I'll be doing a show there next Thursday, because uh, we've already done that. And uh, I've been noticing on the news cycles and uh, on uh, other things there about this. And this was also talked about uh, the WEF and uh, this whole going green and uh, 2030 stuff and uh, yeah. about uh, bringing in the part of uh, eliminating animal products and that and going to this insect, insect type uh, plant based uh, food uh to get your protein from and that's why that i call this one tofurky and i i looked at this stuff and uh <laughs> I, I've, I've actually looked at uh, a lot of different uh, parts of this argument about uh, uh eliminating animal products and going to this part of uh, eating bugs and uh it's this sort of this i, I don't know how you would want to say it it's almost like this sort of this uh i don't want to use the word cult but it is almost like a cult of uh of uh, nutrition there and uh it almost goes to the part almost like uh how the green energy people are and uh this sort of uh unwavering or or sort of blind blindness looking at it that this is so Cognitive much better dissonance yeah exactly and it's and it's been mentioned many times on this show and on other shows too as well is uh the world is cannot support itself on on these these ideas for that that they have there and plus the nu- nutritional effect of uh, eating bugs that usually eat uh, uh the byproducts or the end products of uh, things i where... got lots to add to this i'm just waiting until there's a break in the conversation about this bug but thing i'm just i'm just putting a whole bunch of little points out there and like like we do here on the delicious recipe is this is for a lot of for entertainment there's some dark sarcasm there but it's a lot of uh, just information we throw it all in the pot and maybe there's an ingredient that you find out of there and I always say do your own research check it out from many sources and look at it maybe there's an ingredient in there that you might find uh, helpful for you that gets you go on your own uh, path of uh, cooking your own uh, meal or cooking your own thoughts but uh 
that's how it goes there. Okay, let's hear what you have to say there, Laura. Well, besides being um, an intuitive medium and energy healer and all that kind of stuff, I'm also a registered nurse. And I have done some research on this bug stuff. First of all, simplest is always easy. If you're meant to be eating bugs, we would have been eating bugs. Second of all, and, and people, um, I know you've said this many times on this show, Dell. I say it online, and I w always say this to people, I know you do too. If, if anything even tweaks any interest within yourself, please go research this yourself. You don't have to trust us. Like Use various different sources, take a look, and you will see that we have done a research. We're not always right. I mean, it's just like you said, opinions sometimes, and we do try to back it up with some research. But the reason I say this is they've been showing very quietly that I think it's over 70% of human beings are allergic to, and please forgive me, we didn't know we were going to be talking about this specifically. It's, it's a byproduct of bugs. And I believe what it is, it's almost a dust when the shells are ground up because bugs are, aren't clean. They trod through their feces and what have you. So it's the powder that, that comes from that byproduct. And human beings are 70% very allergic to this product that, that results from grinding up bugs and putting them in our food. And I notice what they always do. They start with the young people, like here in Canada. With, there's been some videos that have been put out, children in middle school, uh, teachers passing out various types of salt and vinegar crickets and, and barbecue crickets and all these different, what you would normally call potato chips or crisps, depending if you're over in the UK, uh, to get kids to normalize it. I also saw that this year at the Calgary Stampede, which is a big thing out west in Alberta every summer, they had two food booths approved by their health unit to serve actual bugs with their food. They're trying to normalize it, just like the energy stuff. Yet when you look into that and you look into this green energy and electric electrical cars, there is no savings in any way, shape or form when it comes to exactly what they're trying to do, go green. But, you know, people just watch mainstream media people are busy they only got a few minutes so if you can take a look at this when you break this down you start looking at this never mind where are these batteries going to go i know that's not where the show was going but my whole point is the stuff that's being put out there we need to really dig deeper than what we're being fed with a spoon from let's say media we'll put it that way right it is i found i found this interesting as i was playing around on netflix to uh, the there's a whether this is new or not, I, I found it as new. They have an interactive Netflix now where you can use your little uh, remote and uh, you can play games along on the on the screen with it as well. This is not a new technology that, but uh, they had this one. I, I, I tried this out a couple couple nights ago and it was this uh, Bear Grylls one there. And you play it sort of like an interactive game where you choose option A or B and then the story follows that sort of uh, that sort of uh, path. Mm -hmm. it's, and uh, he was going through there and it's about uh, surviving uh, in the wilderness or going to find somebody there. And he was talking about eating the byproduct of uh, the, the scat out of, uh, out of bears and that, oh. that right. The, the seeds, the unprocessed seeds that are in there or eating. Uh, uh, you should tell people what scat is. Some people may not know it's the feces of bear. Right. Bears. And so, yeah, so the bears eat uh, berries and stuff like that, and then or different sort of type of food. And, and what the, they don't use or is undigestible. This is what he's talking about picking out of their poop, basically. Right. It, mm -hmm. it, reminds, it reminds me of that, uh, uh, what was that, uh, that movie uh, with uh, Jack Nicholson and uh, 
with Morgan Freeman, uh, where they uh, get to the end and then he goes, oh, this is the best coffee in the world. And oh, Ka Ka okay. Kathy Luwak. Yeah, and I forget what the name of that was. That was a good movie. I forgot about that movie. Yeah, it was called The Bucket List. Thank and, you, yes. Yeah, and, uh, and he's like this, and then uh, Morgan Freeman's uh, character uh, later on, he goes, uh, she tells him, says, oh, okay, this is like $1,000 a cup for a cup of coffee, and this is like the best coffee in the world. And what it was is that this uh, this one type of uh, uh, cat. cat, right, a wild cat, I can't remember what it was, I guess it's a Luwak cat or Cappy Luwak or something, whatever the cat is, it eats these coffee berries off this one certain tree, and uh, the natives, people there, I think it's in Africa or something like that, uh, they go in, the, the, the cat mostly stays in the trees and eats this these uh, coffee beans, and it eats them and it digests them, but it can't process the seeds, and then, and then through it, it's scat. Uh, it's down the end. The, the native people, they go and collect it all. Then they go and wash the <laughs> seeds down. And then they roast the seeds and uh, sell the stuff. And uh, because it's there's not that many, I think that, I think of why it's so expensive. Because usually anything that's expensive is because it comes into this uh, uh, low amount of uh, yield. so long. Right, right. So that's what, mm -hmm. that's what rises price, prices up, right? It's like the same thing with, uh, with caviar, with different types of caviar. It goes with uh, many different things that uh, that uh, people want to purchase. Is uh, scarcity, yes, and uh, a lot of things that is uh, that are very uh, expensive is uh, through some somebody makes that that determination. Like it's just like art; it's very subjective, right? But the thing is, oh, but he, anyways, I'm rambling on here. But uh, the part was is that uh, the Morgan Freeman character goes like this, and he starts laughing at it, and he says, "Yeah, this is uh, I don't want to have it." This and he brings them the information. Is this, this is what you've been drinking the whole time? Is the the undigested seeds cat of this uh, cat poop, <laughs> right? So, but that that goes into this whole part with this. Uh, goes into this uh, interesting part with this Bear Grylls uh, interactive. Uh, I think it's Man versus Wild plus you or something. It's, it's on uh, Netflix, anyways. And uh, you, go, you go through this part, and he he goes and says, "Well, I can eat the seeds out of this out of the bear scat." clean them up or eat these uh, little buds off of this tree, right? And this goes in this whole part with uh, the amount of bugs you would have to do to get uh, anyways to create the same amount of protein that you would get off of a, a steak or a, a chicken breast or a pork chop or something like that. It's uh, it's like a, a pound of lead and a pound of f feathers, right? One is so small yeah. and yeah. one is so large, right? Mm -hmm. So this is this is the interesting part out of it so uh it when you pick the wrong thing it, the it, you do, it, he doesn't get to go on because he usually gets sick and uh he's done and there's no survival he doesn't get rescued and uh and he, he even explains there is that uh eating things out of certain areas uh, and that is that your body is not used to it your body can't handle this thing it says like uh and it was it does teach us a little bit about survival and that but uh like there's one another part that was on there was with these frogs eggs or spend the time and uh spear spear a fish well one's going to take a lot amount of time but this other stuff is so simple it's right here but the thing is though the other part is that these uh the 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 frog uh uh frog frogs eggs that he finds in the pond there they can carry a lot of pathogens and stuff like that so eating that your body cannot handle this right 
and it, it's, it's not it's like that and it's the same thing that goes with these bugs these bugs it doesn't matter how much you want to clean them up as you're saying there the 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 outer shell outer wing stuff the the there's a word for it. it starts with a c anyways it's not carcass but uh they call it something else anyways the, the the dust the byproduct that's out of there is something that is very detrimental to our bodies and it's the processing thing whereas the, this narrative is brought on there is that cow farts are destroying the ozone layer it, but it, this is the way that they, this is the way that uh, that propaganda goes through there and the people uh, I've talked about this many times about uh, Joseph Goebbels and uh, Edward Bernays uh, with the part of a propaganda and is that one thing I want to jump in here and say okay. quickly first is that sure. again it's okay if we were meant to be eating bugs we would be second of all and how many times have we seen this throughout history i believe that the earth is in balance okay we have the circle of life if you'll call it whatever you will and i wrote this down when you were talking every time human beings mess with human nature it's a disaster because everything is in perfect balance look at the cane toads we've seen mr gates release genetically engineered mosquitoes to uh god knows what the heck's going to happen with that and those are just two examples there are copious examples of people that think they're so genius they're going to fix one problem but they don't realize by fix thinking they're fixing one problem they've created a hundred more because we do not know I think mm -hmm. the way that Mother Nature does, if you will. Right. That, that, that's, mm -hmm. a, that, that's, that's a good point because uh, Mother Nature always self-corrects itself. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, you brought up a good point there. I, I, I've talked about this many times about uh, human beings uh, messing with nature and the whole part about, uh, well, Australia is a good part. That is, this has happened in many other places there too as well. Is uh, You can look at the, the pig population too in uh, in. Uh, you know how to get that rid of that. I'm eh? getting rid of it right now. Yeah. No way. Yeah. So the thing is, though, is that when you introduce new things into a new environment and ends up being is that it messes with that environment that's there. And you, you're right. You see this throughout history when uh, when the Europeans came over and they they uh, mix with the South Americans or they brought in pathogens with them that ended up uh, uh, devastating uh, the, the native cultures that were there already. They brought over uh, animals. There's a lot of places uh, where they brought in species into places, not just plants, but also they brought in uh, pest control to get rid of the pests that are there. When you bring in plants into a non uh, into a, into an environment, there is nothing that sort of keeps that thing in control. We have uh, here, even in Canada, with uh, we have Asian longhorn beetles. We have uh, purple loosestrife, which is a, a flowering weed-like flower. It grows along all the highways and stuff like that, and it kills off the native plants. And there's not anything that really eats it, right, mm -hmm. or to destroys it. And, and you have uh, there. Oh, there's so many different things that that have happened. And, uh, I'll let you go into here for a bit because I well, uh, no, but I'm going to keep on rambling. No, my whole point, what I'm trying to say here is, again, we've got we've got those that have money, we'll call it that, WEF, for example, and those involved with that, that have decided this is what we're doing, right? We And this big magical number, Agenda 2030, you'll own nothing, you'll be happy about it, and go on and on and on. But my point is, now they've decided about this 
I don't know if we can say it or not, but I'll say it, global warming and uh, this new green energy deals and what have you. But when you really dig deep and you start looking at these issues, supposed issues, and believe me, I bought it. I bought it about global warming because we were raised on this. There was a hole in the ozone layer. There was all this stuff. But when you start actually taking the time and looking and, and doing the research, and there is science going on to prove that these things aren't happening, or the fact that there's going to be virtually minimal energy savings with these electrical cars. And eventually, I think I was just watching a program, you have to own one for about 10 to 12 years before you even start to even it out. But then at the end of the life of the car, what happens to the battery? What do you do with it? How do you get rid of it? How much energy are you saving? That's the point. And because, you know, people are busy and we've often said this, both of us on the show and off, off air, on air, is that unless it's in your bubble, your little circle of life, you don't think about it because there's just too much to consider and, and look at. I, I get that. And I think most people do that try to have sort of more of a global view. But when we're being spoon fed certain things, we have to step back, I think, and ask why. Like, you know, I've said this to you many times on air and off air. I've never understood why people think they need a leader to follow. And it doesn't matter whether you see something like we've seen, you know, supposed TV shows with plane crashes. Somebody always steps up and takes the lead position and everybody follows. We all have brains. We can all think. No, I'm not saying that everybody has to go off in separate directions and my idea is better than yours. But the point is, is I think we have to start thinking for ourselves and stepping back and asking why instead of believing whomever that may be that we put up on a pedestal that we consider now our new mommy and daddy because we do, um, and whether that may be the leaders of our countries, wherever it is, our, our new mommy and daddy, we got to follow what they say. We, we have brains. We're, we're capable of looking and making decisions for ourselves, including cooperating and working together. But I don't think we need to have somebody telling us what to do all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Excuse, sorry. <clears throat> there is a... If, if you look back in the history, uh, it, there was a, a thing that was called uh, back in uh, in uh, in the past uh, century. It was called uh, the the Great American Dust Bowl, mm -hmm. and uh, what ended up happening with that? And this is because the the information wasn't out there, but uh, they've gone and uh, taken crops and they went monoculture, where, where they're only just growing one crop. Right? This is mm -hmm. the way of, of farming that was going there. So they cleared out large swaths of, uh, of uh, land and farmed strictly corn. And this, is, uh, this comes into this whole part about rotation. They, they, didn't, they didn't even think about this. They just grew that and they didn't, didn't know by planting just one uh, variety of plant over an area, the, the ground doesn't have time to regenerate, re reinvigorate, uh, to, to produce like the cycle of life for plants for the soil like there's so many different things that are needed uh and other things that are needed in there that this plant helps this plant that helps this bug that helps this bird that helps this animal mm -hmm. everything is all intertwined it's so in balance you, right and that's that's the way that sort of things it's a lot of more of this is coming out here but when you're looking at uh even with the 
let's say uh, bugs, the amount of bugs that you would need to do to, like I said, the the the, le the one pound of lead versus the one pound of feathers, the, the size and the impact to do that for a population. Just we'll just use that the USA as for for number three hundred thirty million people. Uh, the amount of uh, production that be needed to use for that is, is astronomical. They don't even think you would even have that amount that that would be produced to give you the amount of a uh, nutritional protein that you would need and this is goes into this whole part about uh using synthetic foods chemical foods instead of natural foods like i was our thinking bodies... soiling green what, what's like that, that going to yeah. be the next thing now like yeah. the movie soiling with soiling yeah. green in it because we can't we don't have enough bugs to feed the world now so well we've got bodies that people aren't living anymore so <laughs> let's make some soiling green and feed people that next i could see it yeah, that was also the part of the the topic there in uh, Logan's run as well, where they mm -hmm. uh, did the same thing at the age of thirty. You're, you're expired, and you went off to the next world. But all they did was they just recycled your uh, your body and fed it to the to the ones the masses were, the masses that were coming up, right? But <laughs> this this goes into this whole part with uh, even with uh, green energy. I I saw uh, well, this has been on the news period in in California. As they with uh, people with electric vehicles, they've been telling them to not charge during certain times because the the power, the infrastructure isn't even there to produce enough power that would be able to charge all these vehicles. And this goes into a part with shipping and receiving, uh, ship importing, exporting. These uh, huge tanker trucks or tank or tankers that bring over these shipping containers across the oceans, the supply chain. That how are these things going to run on? wind power and solar panel will push these multi hundred million ton uh, ships across the ocean uh, to deliver goods. There's, there's a, not, a, not a lot of thought when you get these radical uh, thinkers. thinkers out there, people that are so pro-green pro and anti-anything anti else. They, they don't think of the the whole impact it's okay for it's all good if you, you do it yourself the one person but they a lot of these people that are these <coughs> excuse me a lot of people that are activists don't even do one tenth of what they're they're proposing they want everybody else to do and this goes a, a long way when someone's saying hey this is what we should have uh tofu to, tofu to, oh geez to, tofurky I can't even say the word because it almost makes me want to <laughs> gag. Yeah, mm -hmm. but this is what we're cooking. This is this is what it is. Uh, you, this is what we're eating. But then they don't. Uh, this is what everybody should eat because eating meat is murder, right? And they do. The, I've I've watched so many videos on this, and but they don't look at it. They don't do other things. They allow other things to happen. They use their cell phone. They use this. They don't know about mining. Everything else. Or, yeah. They get on the bus, yeah, leather or or whatever. It's it, I just find it very interesting this this sort of very narrowed narrowed thing. Like if Ocasio Cortez, this green energy bill, she doesn't want to go wants everybody to go electric vehicles. Why is she taking planes and driving gas vehicles and doing all this stuff? It's uh, hey it Zach, man. good to see you there. But it, it's the people that say usually don't do. Yeah, do as I say, not as I do. And that's yeah. the problem. And, you know, if, if, like I said, people are busy and, right, 
and let's face it, we kind of follow what we've been raised in unless we consciously make the decisions that we're going to live our lives differently, right? We, mm-hmm. we do what we know. So people years ago, and I remember this growing up as a little child, Walter Cron- Cronkite, everybody watched Walter Cronkite. He was the truth. He was the news. Now, so people saw their parents watch it and their grandparents and what have you. So now you come home from a busy day. You want to know what's going on in the world. Are you figure so you turn on the news, right? And people are busy. I'm not faulting anybody for that, but I think that in this day and age and in the age of information that we have more responsibility to ourselves and our future to start digging deeper with things that resonate with us. Or for example, I'm just going to put a question out there and not tell people what to do. When you see that something's misinformation over and over and over, have you ever stopped to ask yourself, why is this misinformation and why does social media get to decide what is misinformation and what isn't? Then people are going to say, well, the fact checkers, I I encourage you to really take a look at the fact checkers and some of the names are out there, some of the organizations and see where these people's backgrounds come from. I think you will be very surprised with the so-called fact checking. And to me, I, I don't want somebody telling me what I can you know, I mean, I'm not looking up something illegal. I'm not trying to, you know, hurt somebody or create a crime or, or commit a crime or anything like that. But I think at 57 years of age, um, and I'm not bragging, but I have a university background. I, I can read, I can do all these things that I can decide for myself what I believe is information or not misinformation. I have a healthcare background, for example, I could take a look at that. Now, say it was about engineering or something. No, I don't have an engineering background, but I know enough people to have a discussion with, or like you've got a bit of an engineering background. But my whole point is, Rather than sitting on a computer or turning on a device, we start connecting with human beings and start having conversations and hearing each other. Maybe we don't agree. We agree to disagree, but we hear each other. And, and, and I think we're losing that art. Yeah, well, that's, that's the big part that uh, why this uh, Elon Musk taking over Twitter has got uh, the, the other Laugh. side... In, in such an uproar, right? And it, this was actually sort of, uh, it was actually mentioned on a bunch, bunch of uh, alternative uh, news sites. Because like I say, like I watch from a whole variety, mm-hmm. uh, both sides and and you get, you get the picture and then I make my own decision out of that from all the information that I got and the own research that I got. And uh, they're all on an uproar of, about this, uh, this uh, Elon Musk taking over there and he's, he's going and he's punching back at people excuse me, <coughs> but, uh, why don't you go grab a drink? <laughs> I, I, I got, I got some tea here. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, not what has happened there is that like, like you see the way that the, the news was done, there was point and counterpoint that, mm-hmm. that, that sort of left the news has left the building now. Mm-hmm. It's become an inter entertainment uh, center. It's become a, a one-sided, one-thought opinion post where people push their one-sided agenda, their one thought, or whoever whoever owns the company. I think like in the, what's in the states there now, there's one only three different uh, billionaires that own most of the most of uh, the the mass media that goes out there. Mm-hmm. And so when other uh, counterpoints come in they, they push against that because they don't want that narrative to come in there even with this whole part with uh it looking at looking at the states there with uh 
the the Republicans taking over the House. They got their 218 seats. And uh, this is going to be sort of an interesting thing that Nancy Pelosi is no longer uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, running uh, into re-election. Right. She, well, she's no longer the head of the House, right? Well, she put that out. That was a news story that came out, and I've seen it numerous times today. She's no longer seeking re-election either in 2024. Well, she's done anyways. But mm-hmm. uh, this this will be sort of an interesting thing to come on there because uh, this is sort of going a little bit off topic. But now that the House is Republican uh, being run majority, they now have the the way to start investigations into everything that was done against them. And these this is getting uh, warrants, subpoenas, and to investigate this stuff, and this can become public, right? And this all has been suppressed for such a long time, uh, going into the Hillary emails, Russiagate, going into uh, just a lot of uh, shady deals throughout the states. And there's a lot of them. And whether you want to agree or disagree about this, but there has been some really uh, largely contested, weird uh, or suspicious activity that sort of happened there. How does uh, somebody that makes $400,000 a year have a $240 million bank account? Right. There's got to be some sort of uh, <laughs> when you look into the finances and you're making rules that is going being pushed through uh, the House, the Senate and then put into law that all of a sudden that your husband buys all these shares in this in this certain type of company. Right. Where you go and profit from it. It's really, really interesting. And so let's we'll see what Zach here has to say. Mm-hmm. That's great. Nancy won't be running for re-election. More time for her to keep an eye on her husband so he doesn't bring <laughs> male prostitutes with hammers to their house again. Yeah. yeah, that's true. We were talking about that off air. Well, we might. I'm going to say it. We were talking about it. We said, and we've said it all along, and I'm sure you know it too, Zach. I think there's going to be a lot more coming out about that little scenario now with the with the changing of the guard, but the the point is, I think this was planned all along. I really do. Um, mm-hmm. If over the what we've gone through the last couple of years, I'll spell it out so we don't flag anything. But E V E N T one hundred one in October two thousand nineteen. Take a look at that. That's almost a game plan for what we went through, almost word for word. Now going forward, you look at something called S is and Sam, P is and Peter, A R S is and Sam. 2025 to 2028 again that is supposed to be a mock scenario i encourage you it's not that hard to find that document take a look at that let's take a look and see because i think those those dates should have really been 2020 to 2023 so i don't know i'm going to play conspiracy theorists here but i have a feeling that this was planned all along for exactly Mm -hmm. what's going to be happening exactly what's going to be coming out with these subpoenas with all of this stuff it's going to be an interesting couple of years let's put it that way yep and uh like i'm, I'm not saying either side there in the left or the right is uh right i think the the far extremes is the the big problem there uh but uh that's gonna it's gonna be an interest you're right it's gonna be sort of interesting what sort of information comes out and uh, you, th- you thought before when uh, the last president there, 45, was in that there was all this talk about going after these people, cleaning the swamp. And there was some stuff that was done. And there was uh, people that sort of uh, left positions and left and ran. But not, not anything was done, really. Like just uh, People just sort of changed positions from one uh-huh. place to another. 
like the what is it there what the it's it's sort of interesting like i say all the time there what happens in the states affects here in canada it and, absolutely does yeah right, like, it's the, the the u.s is one of uh, canada's largest trading partners and so well and you were the one that made this point like what did you say most canadians live within about a 200 uh, mile radius of the american border yeah about, yeah yeah, yeah. Yep, is it 200 or 100 i think it's 150 miles or whatever yeah, yeah. Well, we live about 35, 40 minutes away from the Minnesota border. So, but yeah. again, we aren't all of Canada. But my point is, when you look at the most populous areas, and you've talked about this on your show as well, most Canadians live pretty close to the American border. Right. Well, that's because the further you get north up in here in Canada, it's, it's cold. The, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not that it's cold, it's that the, the winters are longer and there's less resources up there because. The Trans Canada Highway is yeah is within about 150 miles of the of the U.S. border that runs right across from coast to coast from the Atlantic to the Pacific. Mm -hmm. So and that's where most of everything. We look at how how uh, the migration of uh, of Europeans came across. They, they came across the Atlantic. They started over there, uh, the New York area, the Maritimes, and that, and then they brushed across and went west. And as mm -hmm. they went across, they moved that direction. And then uh, now you're seeing is that uh, in the States, you have a large uh, amount of uh, immigrants. They found it's easier to and cheaper to get in through the South border because. That's and, a whole uh, different show. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's uh, that's another interesting one there. The, the part the immigration and I don't know. This, Our borders this... are open too that most Canadians aren't aware of, but they are too. So yeah. I actually was watching the, the Jimmy Dore there and he was going and he was showing a part with uh, Chuck Schumer and uh, I think it was uh, his uh, his uh, speech he was giving out there about uh, 2009 about how important it was to remove uh, immigrants from the country to to <laughs> to uh, get illegal immigrants out that are not here to have strong borders to protect to make sure that everybody that's coming into this country will benefit the US, uh, USA and environment is a convenient thing, isn't it? How many years later? Right. And then, <laughs> and then now he's saying the exact opposite is that we need more into here. So whether it's uh, uh, open society foundation, George Soros, uh, uh, manipulation into their uh, other nefarious billionaire I, I, the word philanthropist, uh, I think that's sort of just tacked on there because uh, people don't actually know what the word means anyways. Uh, but uh, it, it, it means something totally different. To, and it's, it's self-servant to them. Government is self-servant to itself. The people that are in there, that, see, like I said, small town politics is usually for the betterment of your area and that to make it better as it gets bigger it goes into the self-service of yourself and your own family and your own your own interests and it's not of the interest they don't listen anymore to yeah but what, what i what keep encouraging people, people is is and again if this is these are our opinions we made that clear at the beginning but i think that the only way we're going to see an effect change is again communication hearing each other agreeing to disagree but also starting on a local level, I think we're going to have to start locally. Because if you look at the whole system, I, I really believe that we need to revamp everything. We really do. And to try and tackle it, say, from a federal 
perspective. It's just too big of an animal, if you will. It's almost like, and in this day and age, and I'm going to go with Mr. JT and the Sunshine Band's half-brother, Kyle, that was out there, was about a year ago. He had a really good point that really stuck with me, some of the interviews he was doing. And he said, you know, in this day and age, there is no need for us to have to elect one individual to go to a building somewhere that's been designated the center of our countries and be our voice. We, we have the internet here. We could very well, you know, change up that system. And we just haven't kept up, I think, with, with the technology. They want to mm. use it in certain places, but if we're going to use it, let's use it. Right? Yeah, I, I, that, that's true in a way. But I also think that, uh, that we, well, you've seen this in elections and how things can be manipulated. I don't think we have the, the, the tried and true uh, parts to do referendums and to get the actual voice of the people for out there yet that it no and be... i agree with you but my point I, what he was trying to say was and he didn't have an absolute laid out plan of what the solution is but i think he had a point is what i'm trying to say that we're with an and an antique situation here that when we didn't have the internet hundreds of years ago and we're still sticking with the same system mm -hmm. and there's too many opportunities in my opinion for somebody to be self-serving when we're dealing, like you said, on a federal level and going in behind closed doors. And we get to see some things, but we don't get to see everything that goes on there. And I don't know, I just really have always said, I think that we need to start locally. I think that, you know, infrastructure, education, um, healthcare, I could go on and on. It all needs a, a reform. Oh yeah, for sure. Did you, uh this is just sort of another part here. I'm just going to try and see if I can find this. Uh, I'll read Zach's uh, comment while you're looking at yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Um, one of the border towns two hours from me had a problem with waves of immigrants that they couldn't house, but the federal government told them they had to. Oh, yeah, or they, they, they shipped them just, uh, I, oh, God, like I said, we could do a whole show on that one, Zach. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Uh, there. Uh, there's a, one of the cryptos there. Did, did you see this story um, uh, that, uh, oh, geez, his name was uh, uh, something fried, freed. Uh, I, I, have it, I have it saved there. Anyways, it's uh, with cryptocurrency. And uh, <clears throat> he was a uh, MIT smart mathematician. Can you keep on looking down here? I'll keep on sort of seeing what it is here. And uh, what he was sort of doing there was... Uh, was trying to take over the crypto game, uh, F FTX scam. <clears throat> uh, and his name was, uh, I found it here, FTX. And uh, he created a company that was uh, like a hedge fund company that was uh, uh, buying and sharing a crypto coin. And he got a lot of money in there. He went from like being whatever, just this guy up to being uh, like almost a $38 billion or, or a very large uh, company with uh, with all this cryptocurrency and then he was trying to take over uh, i think it was bnb or bnc uh by science or something like that this other uh, cryptocurrency and he was giving a lot of money to the the democratic uh, party uh to like lots of money and the money was sort of going from there going to uh another place uh to then going to the biden campaign the dnc then going to ukraine being shuffled around there and then going back into his pocket basically what he's doing he was inflating cryptocurrency 
and uh, he was lobbying to him to be the regulatory thing, the the main one out of there. And uh, he sort of they they set up in the Bahamas, and it was a bunch of people that never worked in business; they were just math, and he was just sort of gaming the system. Mm-hmm. And and uh, that's where uh, crypto went down. Oh, what what's his name there? The the uh, the problem is right. We're seeing this. The one thing I will say. Sam, well, sorry, here's, here's his name, uh, Sam Bankman-Fried, uh, no the FTX uh, scandal, and it's like one of the biggest ones there that's uh, going out there, and it, it, there was a lot of money, a lot of people lost money, uh, actually the uh, Ontario nurses, uh, or Ontario uh, teachers uh, from, uh, put, their pen, put their union, put a large part of their uh, of the their pension money into this thing there and they lost a that huge amount of money that nice that they did that right and th- this isn't just a just just say that, uh, there was a lot of companies yeah, that okay so lost. let's just stop there for a sec whose harebrained idea was that to take your teacher's uh pension which yeah. i know that your employer pays for part here in canada and then you pay for part so they took that money and invested it i will bet you dollars to donuts they never asked the union members hey do you think we should invest in this they just went ahead and did it and that's mm-hmm. the point that's where i was where i was going when you brought up his name is the one good thing about the last year year and a half a lot of truth seems to be coming to the surface which it always does but it just conglomerate it's a conglomeration lately in every aspect of life almost like what i i can't remember her name the one that i t- said was an android we're waiting for her sentencing uh with the medical device she lied about and got billions and billions of yep. dollars well, what's yeah, her that, name again yeah her name is elizabeth holmes and yeah. that's uh uh Ethereum. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like almost like Thanos, but Ethereum. And what she did, uh, actually, her sentencing is supposed to come up. She's been in uh, under house arrest for the past eighteen months. What she did was she was this. This is an interesting story too, because this is uh, a nine billion dollar uh, uh, worth yeah. company. Where, she, and she was like a she's the one is supposed to be one of the youngest uh, billionaire female billionaires. And she emulated uh, Steve Jobs. She would dress like him, do his mannerisms, uh, like. We're all black. The lower voice and look down at you like this. I said to you, what were my words to you off air? I actually said to him, is she an android? Like she doesn't blink. There's no emotion there. And then she had this odd way of standing and then kind of like looking down at you. And then you noticed it in an interview clip where the interviewer is down here on the chair and the chair you can see is actually raised up to make her look bigger. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, people out there listening, there, there's two ones I want you to look. There, there's the Elizabeth Hone, uh, the Ethereum uh, scandal. That that's it. That's sounds a, like Thanos, though. Are you sure it's Ethereum? Like, it's Theranos or something. It sounded Theranius. very much like that. Tha- it sounded like it, Thanos. It, if you just look up Elizabeth Holmes, you'll, you'll get the, the she's in the big part of the news because her sentencing is supposed to. She's been charged already for fraud, three counts of fraud, and uh, a lot of people invest like uh, Warren Buffett. Uh, the U.S. Uh, like the, what it was is, I'll tell you simply, really, very quickly there what this was is that it was going to eliminate people going in to go and give blood. You would just go into your uh, local pharmacy store, CVS or Walgreens or whatever you get uh, your prescriptions. You would go and you'd stick your finger in this machine, and it would take a little drop of blood, and then this little d- machine would take in and it would go and look for uh, uh, different. Uh, 
ailments you would have in your blood. Like it would find out if you have cancer or not, or if you have what disease you had and would instantly, it would, it eliminates labs basically. And what she was doing, she was manipulating the data. She was faking results and doing this and, and still going out there and saying, we're at this part there. We almost got the machine. And like the U S military was going to put a lot of money in to get this stuff. CVS is Walgreens just in the States alone. And it, like, this was all on a lie. And she was meeting like with billionaires that were giving her money. Uh, Jared Leto, we've seen a picture. Oh, was yeah. there some uh, royalty? There was huge yep. names that you were, she was hobnobbing with. Yeah, exactly. And this almost goes into this whole part. Like even this, the people that play, play around with the rest of the population there, like you have the Epsteins and the Ghislaine Maxwell's. You have the uh, this person, Elizabeth Holmes. You have this guy here, uh, uh, SPF, uh, what the hell? What's his I name have here? no idea what you're saying. Cause we watched uh, a bunch of conspiracies. I thought that's what we were talking about tonight. We went, major right. okay. Anyways, with this F FTX disaster, the, he, the man lost $16 billion of, uh, of money overnight. Basically this, this, uh, this cryptocurrency just tanked. Was it the investments he lost as well as his own or just his own? Yeah. Well, he, he, he created his own Bitcoin and he was selling it to his own company that was running this uh, hedge fund. And so yeah, but if, the, if the Teachers Federation here in Canada put money into it, though, that's an investment. That's investment money. People invested in your product. Right. And you're not going to get that back. That's so why I was money, asking you, whose money did he lose? He lost, every, his, he lost, every, he okay. lost everybody. I said it wasn't just them. It was the, mm -hmm. there's there's. Sixteen no, billion dollars gone. But it Anyways, wasn't just and, his money. It wasn't okay, just yeah, his money. It was everything. None, none of it was his money. So, so anyways, there's there's two ones if you're out there listening uh, to go check out. There, this is on YouTube. YouTube there. It's a uh, Cold Fusion. That's the 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 YouTube channel. It's uh, about a twenty nine minute uh, show uh, uh, thing there. This explains that the FTX disaster is deeper than you think. And also, Glenn Beck has one the, the real story behind the FTX scandal. And uh, it's, it's just amazing. I got onto this whole Elizabeth Holmes one there because that's that's even crazier than that. But it's just amazing how these people and this manipulation has gone. And, and <clears throat> the only person that pays is the, the person at the bottom of the totem pole. And that's the low person, the middle class worker that is basically being eliminated. And the poor people, they take the brunt out of it because everybody else you pay more taxes and the rich and the wealthy don't pay anything out of it. They just take it off and they get bailouts, government bailouts and that. It's just some things to look at there besides this whole part about this push to go green and eat bugs. Yes. Eat bugs. Okay. I guess like you said, always Dell is you throw every, all the ingredients in the pot, you stir them up and people take out what, what, feels right to them but if any of this resonates with you even if it kind of pushes a button for you if we, we weren't talking about these things to stir people up it's just that things that we've come across in our own lives that we've taken a little deeper look at and if any of it resonates with you take a look for yourself we always say you don't have to believe us do some research take a look so you, i think you're going to be surprised what you find yes because you know if you're going to look at it there is what's being said in the mainstream media is because a lot of these people that these billionaires that are running these companies are involved in a lot of these uh, these shady deals and put investment money in there and they don't want the people to know who they're in bed with. 
right? Mm -hmm. And and that's who's controlling the narrative. You're not going to go if you're at a. This is why mainstream media news really doesn't work anymore, is because the people that are running these companies don't want any negative things that is said about their company on their platform on their on their news. You're not going to talk about it. See, news was always supposed to be. The, the part that I know is found this that was sort of interesting news, right? North, east, west, south, right? Globally, like all directions, you'd have a this direction that going point counterpoint, and that's how it's supposed to be unbiased. Usually, usually, always thought that news people weren't even supposed to have a political affiliation with anything, right? Mm -hmm. they, they're supposed to be that's the way that you would do you it. You don't, well. right? And that's why a lot of these uh, mainstream media uh, news things have gone to entertainment, uh, packaging, opinion poll, uh, opinion uh, pieces, like stuff like this, right? And like like I say for here, I don't tell you what to think. Just throw in ingredients in the pot, maybe find something that's going to work for you. And uh, that'll be, you just take it from there. And I always say, learn from a lot of sources, but there's a lot of things that are going on there. And you have to, when you say, well, I'm not into politics, I don't care about it. Well, do you buy groceries? Do you put fuel in your car? Does the government have rolling brownouts in your pipe where you don't have any electricity or your your internet shut off because uh, we can't the the supply and demand the infrastructure that's there for electricity can't meet it? How are you going to run these vehicles that only have a certain distance? How are you going to how's the supply chain going to work in the global market? How are you going to afford them? Right, and like you saw what happened there back uh, when when that uh, in the Suez Canal when that uh, large tanker ship went sort of and blocked off it there for. What was it almost like five to seven days it it actually put the supply chain back almost about 18 months they're still playing catch up on things and you're wondering why prices are rising and, and things are going up is it's they, they want to blame that it's on this on russia and the ukraine war no it's not you fix your house first before you fix the house down the street that's my always mentality you make things better for yourself your country inside first you start, you start offering and giving away your the stuff. You have to pants. fill up your own cup first in order to be able to pour for other people. And if you right. don't keep filling your own cup, you're going to run dry. That's correct. That's a good way to put it there. Okay, Laura Lee, tell them where they can find you. You can and, find... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, that's just it. Yeah, we have about a minute left here. Okay, uh, thank you for having me. You can find me on Monday nights here on United Public Radio Network on from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Angel Rock. I have new and exciting guests every week and I also have two groups on Facebook, Paranormal University for All Things Paranormal and the Angel Rock a tribe for many of the esoteric, spirituality type, power of positivity and the mind and what have you. If you ever want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me on facebook.com forward slash Angel Rock whether that's a book of reading, healing session i do mentoring or you got a guest idea or a suggestion or question i'd love to hear from you awesome and i want to say thank you zach man for uh joining in there. yep you had a lot of nice uh, a lot of interesting things there to say and it's always a pleasure and uh next week i'm moving to a new time it's on the same day but i'm going to 8 p.m uh eastern 8 standard time so i'm jumping up an hour so mm -hmm. it'll be eight till nine just so, before uh, Michelle DeRoche and Amelia Pisano. So Yep. So someone somebody else might be in there next week uh, at this time. So just look for me uh, an hour later, eight PM Eastern Standard Time. So I wanna thank the people that were uh, listening and uh, thank you very much there. Hey you and Kitty Pot there for uh,
watching the stuff in the background there, and we'll see you all next week. Have a good night. Have a good one.